$1 for the NFTs, right? I sold these shits to my fans for $1. People came, some people bought 20, some people bought 5, some people bought 60. It doesn't matter how much you bought. It was only a dollar. You spent 60 bucks, you bought 60. I need y'all to understand. One of those copies right now is going for 50,000. 60,000. Y'all don't understand what the fuck is going on? Y'all don't understand I just cracked the fucking industry? Y'all don't understand I just cracked this shit? The first internet collected the information. The second internet created the framework for communication, right? This third thing, this Web3 NFT thing, it's going to capture the consumerization of assets and the stakes are high. I think people are grossly underestimating NFTs. I think right now people think of them as collectible and art. I think people misunderstand the utility nature of smart contracts. I believe in the next 15 years that that nobody writes a book with a publisher, they do it through an NFT infrastructure. I believe that in 15 years, nobody launches a record by having a record label give them the bag. They're gonna get it from crowdfunding by selling NFTs and giving a percentage of royalties. I do think in the next five years, there will be a aha to what NFT blockchain smart contracts mean. The way that the world is going right now, especially online, the way that the world is going, having a following has never been more important. There, there are so many new features from NFTs to subscriptions, XYZ, that make it almost essential for you to have an inbuilt following for you to really monetize or let's say take advantage of those opportunities if you're new here my name is kenem and you're watching brand video pro don't forget to like follow subscribe all the above this video is brought to you by brand video pros members lab an online course that teaches brands and influencers how to scale their influence and sales all right let's begin so let's talk about this now, I'm going to give the example of NFTs. Like, if you don't know what an NFT is, I made a video about it, um, so go check that out. But essentially, it's a non-fungible token. And what what is a non-fungible? Non-fungible means that it is unique. It's one of a kind. It's the only one, right? Look at the Mona Lisa. Everybody uses the Mona Lisa as an example in every video you'll watch. But I guess it's a great example, so we're going to use it again. But look at the Mona, look at the Mona Lisa in, at the Louvre, right? It's non-fungible. It is one of a kind. It is it the only one. Even if you take a picture of the Mona Lisa, you don't have the original Mona Lisa. The only people that own it, I assume, the Louvre, the Louvre owns it. So the whole idea of a non-fungible token, it is a digital certificate that is monitored, that is proven by the blockchain that you are the only owner. So, essentially, what is valuable is that token, is that certificate that says you own it. Why is it valuable? It is valuable in the same way, the same respect, that a piece of artwork, which is also unique and non-fungible, it is valuable too. That is the same thing. It's just a digital version. And... Just the same way as when you buy a piece of artwork, it's in your house, like right there, there's a piece of artwork there, Mandela's um, of the World Cup 2010, Mandela's signature, Mandela's dead now, right? Think about this piece of art right here. 
Mandela's signature. This is one of a kind. One World Cup 2010. Mandela signs one for each country that participated in that World Cup. This is the country of Nigeria. Think about how valuable this is right now. It's valuable. Mandela's dead. It's even now more valuable. World Cup 2010, there, there was only one World Cup 2010. Only one World Cup 2010. Nigeria as a country, they made one for each country that participated. It's valuable. See what I'm saying? So now imagine if this piece of art right here, I had a certificate and it was digital and that proved that I own this piece of art. Where's the value placed on this piece of art? It's one of a kind, it's unique. It's the only one possible. Every one of you has an aunt, uncle, niece, nephew, friend, grandma. When you go into their house, they collect marbles. They collect little miniature elephants. They collect magnets. Every state they go to, they pick up a matchbox. Humans, humans are inher inherently hoarding assets. And we use them for ourselves because we like it and we get caught up in the nostalgia and the story and we use it to flex. When I talk about NFTs, I think about the fashion industry. I think about why somebody owns a Rolex. Right. I think about social media. Like, like, how about this? You know how everyone's like, social media is full of Like, everyone takes photos and fakes it. You know what's going to be a much better social identity? What tokens do you have in your wallet publicly? Yes. <laughs> like, my public wallet is going to represent me because it's not only going to be like what I believe in, CryptoPunks, you know, my VFriends collection, like, but it's also going to be like, all my Jets tickets, right. and I'll give you a good one. I haven't mentioned Dave Matthews publicly in my entire life, but if somebody went in my, if this was going on for 30 years, I'd be like, like I, every day on Twitter, I'd probably get a, Gary, you went to Dave Matthews New Year's 99 Madison <laughs> Square Garden? I'm like, oh yeah, my friend Tokyo Joe loved me. Like, like you know, it's a truth indicator. Right. How are people using NFTs? They're pretty much creating digital art. It could be photography, it could be uh, video, you're not really seeing so much of video and photography. You're seeing more like actual artworks by digital artists, like the, the like the piece that sold for sixty nine million dollars <laughs> by Beeple, this famous artist online. Well, he was I say he's famous, but he's not really famous. He was like he had like a million followers on Instagram, and he'd been making art like I think he made art every day at one point. And he'd been making art for so many years, like 15 years. I'll correct it if I'm wrong. But he's been making art every day for a long time, period of time. And also been making art for 15 years generally online. And he had no way to monetize it for 15 years. Until, or 13 years. Until, all of a sudden, he creates these NFTs of his artwork, of his digital art. Late September, um, early October. People kept hitting me up, being like, oh, you gotta look at this NFT thing. Two months later, he netted $3.5 million selling art backed by NFTs. Definitely just like mind boggling. In March, Christie's, a 225 year old auction house that previously only sold physical art. Previously in the collections of three kings of England. At 90 million. Auctioned an entirely digital people for millions of dollars. For $69 million, insane. Insane. But all of this would not have been possible if he did not have a following of 1 million people on Instagram. So what is it that makes having a following important? 
because all the new features and opportunities that are going to come in the future of this world are going to rely on your following. So having a following is just the entry level to new opportunities in this space. Obviously, look, the way the world works, there's going to be opportunities everywhere. Not everybody needs a following. But it, if you can create a following online, why not? <laughs> because there are going to be so many more ways that you're going to be able to monetize that following. That's one aspect of it. Now let's talk about the opportunity specifically with building a following and having an NFT. Why is this important? I talked about in the previous video, I talked about Tory Lane selling his album as an NFT. He sold a million copies of his album as NFTs. And there were only a million available. Each was $1. But he sold out in a minute. August 24th, tomorrow, 5 p.m. The resale marketplace is open up. Everybody can sell their NFT starting tomorrow at 5 p.m. Y'all got to understand how historical and revolutionary this is. This is the first time ever that you're ever going to be able to sell an artist's music and trade it for whatever you want. And you're going to see the price go up and the resale value go up. $1 for the NFTs, right? I sold these shits to my fans for $1. People came, some people bought 20, some people bought five, some people bought 60. It doesn't matter how much you bought. It was only a dollar. You spent 60 bucks, you bought 60. I need y'all to understand. One of those copies right now is going for 50,000, 60,000, 60,000. Yo, my nigga, and these are sold. They're sold. Go look at the list right now and see how small the seller's list is getting. Y'all don't understand what the fuck is going on? Y'all don't understand I just cracked the fucking industry? Y'all understand I just cracked this shit? We have the Kings of Leon. They had an NFT album that came out earlier this year. And what they had with that album was so unique and different. That is what is making the NFT world far more interesting to me. And his anybody that bought one of the NFT versions of that album... It's, a, it's almost like an exclusive club of people that own that artwork and if you own that artwork they also which is the, their album if you own the nft of their album you have access to front row seats to all their concerts for a lifetime this is what i'm talking about it's the community offering and the community segments of nfts that are changing the game now you're going to find that you're really only going to succeed with NFTs if you have a following. This is what we're finding. We have someone like Logan Paul. He created NFTs uh, back in March. Last week, Logan Paul made over $5,081,490 selling digital trading cards of himself known as NFTs. $5 million selling NFTs. But why? It's because he already had a big following. He has a brand. People believe in the Logan Paul brand. And in the future, there's going to be those tokens that he sold. If you're one of the first people to own that, you can resell it. Now, let's talk about why community is important in creating valuable NFTs. Look at uh, Justin Khan. He's one of the founders of Twitch. Now, Justin Khan is a very interesting character or individual because he sold Twitch to Amazon for almost a billion dollars. He made a lot of money. But there was something unique that he did in 2007. 
when he founded, when he started creating the technology for Twitch. And he broadcasted himself live for, I believe, I can't remember how long it was. But anybody that went to that website, you could see, it was called Justin TV. You go to that website, you see him live. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because he is a very innovative person. And by him broadcasting himself, like a real life reality TV show is what it would have been reminiscent to back then. But really what that is in today's landscape is vlogging. He was essentially, in some respects, the first vlogger, the first daily vlogger, which we saw become a popular later on with the Logan Pauls, the Casey Neistats, et cetera, et cetera. So I, t I bring him up because he's a pioneer. And I'm going to talk about something that he's doing right now. Essentially, he's become a YouTuber and he talks about how he sold his company for a billion dollars, almost a billion dollars to Amazon, how he spent his first paycheck. He just talks a lot about, about a bunch of things. But one thing that he's doing that's very unique is every single upload, he turns those videos into NFTs, which are available for his community to purchase. Now, why would anybody want to purchase a Justin Khan NFT as a member of his community? Because essentially, if you own that piece of content and Justin Khan becomes a very famous YouTuber and he becomes huge, you own a piece of history in his career. You're essentially, you're essentially like an early investor in his business. Now, I bring him up because he's such an interesting case because, like I said, he was essentially the first vlogger the first daily vlogger that we had online. And now he's doing something which is pioneering the space of NFTs that we're not gonna, we're not seeing anyone else do it. And I don't know necessarily if he's gonna be a famous YouTuber, but, and however, he has shown a blueprint for something that someone else who is going to be the next Casey Neistat who's going to be the next Logan Paul is going to take on and adopt. And that is selling your content as an NFT. I think people are grossly underestimating NFTs. I think right now people think of them as collectible and art, collecting, flipping, you know, you've got an entire generation of kids that go on Fortnite and Madden and 2K and buy digital assets to flex. So that's gonna play out. But I think that's just the nuance of NFTs. I think people misunderstand the utility nature of smart contracts. I believe in the next 15 years that, that nobody writes a book with a publisher, they do it through an NFT infrastructure. I believe that in 15 years, nobody launches a record by having a record label give them the bag. They're gonna get it from crowdfunding by selling NFTs and giving a percentage of royalties. I believe that there's not a single sporting event or concert in 10 years that the ticket is not an NFT because there's no incentive for that organization and that artist or people to launch it as anything but an NFT. If you own a home that is wildly unique and is a $25 million home on a beach or something wild, right? You NFT that home right now, put into the smart contract that you get 1% of every transaction of this home in perpetuity. And the first person that's gonna buy it from you is gonna be fine with that. They don't give a right. because these things are long leads, right? You buy it, you sit on it for 13, 15 years. So like there's so much that NFT blockchain realities are gonna bring that I think people are underestimating it. I do think in the next five years, 
there will be a aha to what NFT blockchain smart contracts mean and I think it will trickle into real estate. People will buy unique properties and I think they're gonna make incredible in perpetuity monies. The world of NFTs Dif are different in a way from the world of subscriptions. So now one thing that we see a lot of um, companies and creators are doing is they create subscription platforms, right? You sign up to my Patreon, pay me on a monthly basis. And that's how people can invest in the creators that they love in the world. And that's active income, that's active revenue. But what makes an, in an NFT so much more interesting is you're almost investing in the future of that creator. And so once that creator blows up and let's say they die, that NFT increases in value. Just the same way as that Mandela painting is now way more valuable because he's no longer alive. Or the Mona Lisa is so much more valuable because it's a thousand plus years old and because Leonardo da Vinci is also no longer alive. You're investing in the future. So why is an NFT valuable? Today it might not be valuable. When we look at the first NFTs that were created in 2000, 2017, they were given away for free. Today some of them are worth $500,000. $150,000, ridiculous numbers. In 2017, they were not valuable. Today, they're valuable. So if you're a creator and you're creating NFTs today, they're probably not gonna be valuable unless you're already famous like a Logan Paul. In the future, if you do become famous, if you do become a big YouTuber, those NFTs are gonna increase in value. Now, what makes NFTs so unique to a piece of artwork? is that you can participate as the owner, as the owner, you can participate in royalties over that NFTs. Some people choose 10%, some people choose 20%, 30%, up to 30% of those resales. So this Mandela piece, when it was purchased, imagine if the seller got a percentage of the resale. Now, what allows us to be able to do that in today's world is technology. And it's because NFTs are supported by the blockchain. If you don't understand what the blockchain is, I did make a video about it. But essentially, it is recorded and proven that you own that. And anyone that owns it after me, it's proven and shown. So those royalties are going to go to you. Now, there's another component to it that is very interesting is because a lot of NFTs are supported by the Ethereum network. And there are other crypto networks that support NFTs. Ethereum networks are the most common. One thing about them, though, is that they have these what they call gas fees. Um, and it's pretty much a fee that you have to pay to get your NFT online. And it can, it's quite expensive. It's like Sometimes it's like $100. But what makes it... What makes it expensive is that it, it, it takes a lot of power, computing power, to run Ethereum. You know, it takes a lot of, and but they're saying they're fixing it, they're fixing it with Ethereum 2.0, but in the meantime, it takes a lot of manpower. In fact, the whole Ethereum blockchain is taking the power of the same equivalent to the power of like the country of Serbia. And as of now, in 
early April 2021 when I'm filming this, the Ethereum blockchain is using 33 terawatt hours of electricity. And you're like, what's a terawatt hour of electricity? That's the same amount of power as the country of Serbia. A lot of manpower. And I talked about in this previous video about, you know, about uh, global warming and all of those things. But, and however, one reason why you know that Ethereum is probably not going to crash anytime soon and NFTs aren't going to crash anytime soon is because Ethereum is essentially building business on top of it. You're buying NFTs. You buy those NFTs in Ethereum, not in US dollars, in Ethereum. So now when there's all this placed value on the Ethereum network, on the Ethereum blockchain, it makes the currency even more valuable. In my view, and this is just my opinion, I'm not a financial advisor, I believe that Ethereum is going to be a lot more valuable than Bitcoin. Needless to say, when it comes to being a creator, it is absolutely beneficial to you to look into creating NFTs because it creates a new ways to monetize, a new way to monetize. But I think as a creator, don't come into the space thinking about what you can take from the space, which is monetization, but come into the space thinking about how you're going to create value in the space. And the creators that stand out in this NFT world are those that build community around their NFTs. So you purchase this NFT, you are an early adopter to this creator's world ecosystem and you have community perks in the future of this creator. It's an interesting it's a very interesting space. You're essentially in a way you're getting you're getting equity in that creator. And what makes it so much more interesting is that we're moving away and Jeff Bezos predicted this, but and he created this too with Amazon. But we're moving away from the B to C world, which is business to consumer, and we're moving into the consumer to consumer world. And so when you look at it as uh, what Amazon does, he's essentially empowered everyday people to sell products on Amazon to other consumers. He's the business empowering consumer to consumer transactions. This is the same thing that's happening with the NFT world with creators. Because when a creator purchases your product, like purchases your NFT, and that, and if you, they're essentially investing in you as a creator, because as you become more famous or more valuable, as you build your community as a creator, this influencer, your audience own a stake, which is your NFT, which is going to go up in value. So they can earn money because they believed in you. This is very different to the traditional model of, you know, pay, go to my Patreon and pay me $10 a month. No, this is invest in me, buy this NFT from me now. And tomorrow when I become even bigger, well, you could sell that for a hundred thousand dollars, $500,000, maybe even a million. And check this out. We're just talking about the early stage of digital or of crypto. We're still in the infancy of crypto. And who knows what could happen to crypto. But if crypto becomes valuable in the next 100, 200 years, what will your children's children who inherit these NFTs from you, 
What are they going to be able to do? What value are these tokens going to have? Because one of the reasons why I even started making videos on YouTube is because I think about it like my grandchildren are going to be able to go online and watch this content unless something happens to YouTube and they blow up, you know, and it explodes. I don't know. Unless something like that happens to YouTube. But your grandchildren, at the very least, are going to be able to see this content. So imagine purchasing a token and you become one of those archived YouTubers that was famous in their time becomes famous in the future. You're part you're you're documenting a moment in history. Think about where that could go. The value of those NFTs that you create. So that's just my thoughts on NFTs and why I think that everybody in some way shape or form should become a creator. And that doesn't only mean being on camera and talking. It could be becoming a podcaster where you only use your voice. It could be filming yourself cooking and not filming your hands cooking. There's so many ways to create online. It could be becoming a digital artist and creating art online. There's so many ways that you can create online and it's not limited to being a YouTuber and learning how to do video and editing. There's so many ways. And so I think that people should focus in some way on building a following because these features that are coming up now, they're gonna be way more features and opportunities to make money in the future. And I think it's something to take to look into. It's an exciting space. I'm excited about NFTs. And I'm excited about the new features and the new possibilities for creators in the future. But that's my take. That's my opinion. If you're new here, my name is Kenem. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all the above. And see you next time.